The views, opinions, and or advice provided on the Still Persisting podcast are not to be taken as a substitute for medical or psychiatric advice or treatment. Hey, hey, and welcome to the latest episode of the Still Persisting podcast. This is Star Sombre Luz, your friend, your guide, the voice in your ear. And I'm so glad you're here with me today. So, I'm going to talk to you today about something that matters to me, that hopefully matters to you. So, let's get into it, alright? Yo! I have just finished listening to the book burnout it was a recommendation from my therapist uh to really explore the sensations of burnout and holy crap do i feel seen right like burnout was amazing so it's written by this pair of sisters i think they're twins um the Nagoski sisters, right? And they have these two different sort of zones of genius, but they blend it together beautifully in this book. And it was like they were talking to me and like what I was going through. And I I gotta be honest, I haven't actually finished with some of their exercises, so I can't really talk about those. But the idea that there is a cycle of stress is mind-blowing. I was going through my medical leave and uh, I was talking to my therapist because part of the reason that I was on medical leave was because I was burned out due to stress. And so they break down beautifully what it means to um, sort of complete this stress cycle and what does it look like for different women, right? And and I am not pushing aside my menfolk. Um, y'all experience stress as well. Um, y'all experience stress a little bit differently as far as how you respond to it. But clearly burnout was about women and how women relate to stress, especially like emotional stress, physical stress, uh, things like that. And so I was blown away. Um, the idea that as a, as a collective culture, we've gotten away from the concept of like completing stress cycles. Uh, which I never really thought of stress as a cycle. I always thought of it as sort of an impetus or a, a like a nudge or something, right? But you'd never really think of it as it being a cycle until they break it down for you, which is this whole concept of like you have the stressor um, or the thing that causes the stress. You experience the stress, which is your like fight, flight, freeze response. And then... Um, and then you, in order for you to get the stress to leave your body, um, you have to complete the cycle. And y'all, for somebody who, you know, does energy work on the regular or knows people who do energy work on the regular, 
This was mind-blowing. How did I not realize that stress was a cycle? And so most of us get burned out because we get stuck in not completing the stress cycle. And one of the best ways to complete your stress cycle is to do something physically active, which is why you would see when somebody came back from like a harrowing experience, right? And we we made, we as humans made it into a thing called celebration. Um, but when somebody comes back from a harrowing experience or the hunt, you know, what do they do? They like have a party, right? And they dance it out and they eat and all this other stuff and so that completes the stress cycle that lets your body know that you're safe again so how many of us go through the stress of whatever is in our lives every day and don't complete the stress cycle right so like for me it would be you know working with um a client and you know it's the client themselves are not the stressor, their story is the stressor. So, um, you know, because I work with clients who um, undergo trauma. So, um, and I do this willingly. So bear in mind, like, this is not me saying, like, I don't like dealing with my client's trauma. Like, I wouldn't be stepping into that arena unless it was willingly. But I don't complete the stress cycle. So here I get all this verbal... um input about trauma whatever the client is going through and i'm working i'm helping them work through their stress cycle right so i'm they're talking to me they're in a safe place they get to talk to me about uh you know going through what are the steps that they can do to release their trauma and everything and they leave feeling very okay which is kind of my goal right but now i'm holding on to this trauma. I'm holding on to this stress. And so, uh, and instead of completing the cycle so that I can be back at baseline and be okay and let my body know that, no, there isn't some crazy predator, you know, coming out to get me uh, as far as like high cortisol levels and whatever, right? Like I don't do any of that and I just move on to the next client. And so that's more compounding stress. And then without completing cycles. And so, you know, after a long period of time, it's like when you don't take care of your car, right? Like, you know, you get the gunk in the engine and then eventually your engine breaks down or it rusts or whatever because you didn't take care of the maintenance. And the maintenance is completing that stress cycle. So... Eventually, you get tired and you get burned out and you start to give zero Fs about what's going on in your clients' lives and you stop caring and you stop and you're not your best self, right? And that sort of spills out into everything else. You get tired, you get cranky, you get hangry more often than not. Um, You can't relax. You have trouble sleeping. You have trouble eating, all that other stuff. And that is because you haven't completed stress cycles. And, like, buffs in an MMO, those things stack, my friends. They stack. So, like, I have years of incomplete stress cycle completion. Like, I I have years of compounded stress. And eventually, you burn out, right? Which is, of course, the title of the book. 
And so the way that they talk about it is like, how do you start letting this stuff go? How do you return to normal? Um, so one of the practices that I do that was taught to me um, by Heather Ashamara and uh, my friends in Warrior Goddess Training is the concept of recapitulation, which is where we call our energy back from um, moments in our past where our energy was leaked or released, and we bring it into the now to uh, replenish our energy now and to do the things that we need to do. Like, I don't know, completing a stress cycle. Um, but then we have things like we talk about EMDR uh, as far as a healing modality. We talk about um, things like uh, somatic therapy. I know lots of somatic workers. My Reiki friends, y'all know who you are. Like, you talk about moving some of that energy, right? Um, and those are ways for the body to return to baseline, to return to normal. Um, and it's little sips. Like, it's not, it's not like, going to be this crashing wave of, I suddenly end up not with burnout anymore. That's not how that works. And you've heard me talk about self-care is self-maintenance. So it's constantly going back and saying, like, what what were the things that I haven't completed the stress cycle about? And Burnout is a great, great uh, book to really sort of guide you through that process. And I absolutely loved it. And I'm so grateful for my therapist to have um, suggested it because I, that's literally what I'm going through is I'm going through Burnout. And so uh, one of the things that that is really important about completing the stress cycle is getting it out physically, right? We talk about somatic movement. I just mentioned that, but also active movement. And it's funny because I was in uh, a warrior goddess retreat and my friend partner that we were working together for uh, a thing, uh, like one of the, the exercises we talked about like dancing it out and that became sort of our mantra is so every time we talk to each other and we remind each other of where we are as far as like oh my gosh I'm so stressed it's like did you dance it out and dancing it out is one of the best ways to get emotion and energy moving through your body and that does not necessarily mean that you got to go and take a ballet class or take a formal class. That could mean like you put on Professor Trance or you put on EDM or you put on your Rihanna, Beyonce, whatever it is that gets you moving and dance it out, right? Like I have had rage dancing. <laughs> I am not, I'm not lying. I have had feelings of like intense rage or intense anger because of something that one of my clients was going through, right? And you know, that feeling of helplessness and, and it can bubble up as, as anger or rage. And I told my partner that I needed to dance it out and I closed myself in the room, put on Dance Your Animal by Professor Trance and the Energizers 
and just started like clawing at the air. Like it wasn't even like something you would call dancing. Like I was very, you know, I was just in the movement. I was letting my body move the way it needed to, to get whatever it was out. I am sad to say I haven't done that nearly enough as I, as I should. And I really, really intend to get back to that because that is awesome. But that's what I mean by dancing it out. And it gives your signal to your body to say, we are safe. We can release the cortisol. We can release the response from, you know, our nervous system that says that we are in danger. And we are back to baseline. We are back to a place where we're safe and we can relax and we can let, you know, our, our hormone levels sort of get back to their resting state. So um, that was one of my big takeaways from the book. Um, and I mean, I, I mean, I do things like drum circle. I do things like um, meditation and I have a really hard time with uh, visualization. Um, but visualization is also one of those things that you can do because you can visualize yourself being safe. So like if you're in a, in a place where physically you can't move around, you can't jump around, you can't dance it out, like the power of imagination is amazing and your brain doesn't know right? Like they can't, it can't recognize that you're not in a moving state, right? So, you know, it's, it's why when we, when I talk about traumatic experiences with clients, you know, they return there in their brains to wherever their traumatic experience was. So I've had clients who have returned to childhood trauma and have in some way, mentally put themselves back into that state and their body doesn't recognize that they're not in danger anymore. So they, they tighten up, they get um, panicky, their voices get higher, like all these things, you know, we do this a lot when we do like regression therapy or even hypnosis, um, both of which I don't do, but I know people who do that, that kind of work. Um, but that's, that's part of it, right? And EMDR is really, really good about if you have trauma um, and how to desensitize or de, uh, how to, to separate it from the trauma response from the emotional response. Um, so there's a lot of that. And uh, if you are somebody who has suffered uh, intense childhood trauma, especially, um, I definitely suggest finding a, a, a therapist who works with EMDR um, because it can be truly, truly life-changing and it doesn't have to reside in your body anymore, which is kind of what I'm getting back to about burnout. Um, you know, and so having different modalities to work with so that your body can get back to a state of rest and for some of us, we don't know what that looks like. We may not even be familiar that our bodies can go to a state of rest. Um, and I'm talking about my peeps who are domestic violence survivors, right? Who we live in a state of hypervigilance. Um, and I say we because even though I'm not a domestic violence survivor, uh, I have shared in the stories enough. Um, and any 
pretty much any person who has worked as a domestic violence advocate or has worked with domestic violence survivors, we take on what we call secondary trauma. And it is by exposure to these stories over a long period of time. So some of the trauma becomes our trauma. And so we start exhibiting things like hypervigilance and other stuff like that, that are related to that trauma. So, uh, you know, and this is why I'm always saying that a good advocate um, or a good uh, worker or a good case manager definitely needs to have a therapist on hand. Uh possibly a therapist and a psychiatrist like I do. Like I have somebody who takes care of my meds and then I have somebody who does talk therapy with me. Um, and both are awesome. I love my care team. But, uh, you know, having these resources and these support structures are super important. And having a book like Burnout, which again, I will say was a, uh, a recommendation from my therapist so from somebody I go see about burnout uh, was amazing. So from somebody who works in the field, from somebody who lives uh, the burnout uh, cycle more often than I, that is healthy, I say go get this book or borrow it, read it, do the exercises, and really start to look at your life and say, where have I not completed my burnout cycles? Where have I not completed my stress cycles? I promise you, you'll be so much better for it. So until next time, drink your water, take your meds, uh, eat something, get enough sleep. And I will catch you on the flip side. Y'all, thank you so much for listening to me today riff on about stuff that matters to me that hopefully matters to you. As always, take care of yourself, take care of each other, in the words of Jerry Springer. Uh, but also, sweetheart, take your meds, drink some water, get some sleep, eat some good food, take care of your body, take care of your spirit, and I will catch you on the flip side. Bye!